Mike, I can't believe we're back in the same room. We are back, buddy. I, to, to feel your energy on top of this fucking crystal in the center of the table and fucking Chef Chipper and fucking Tubbs. Living in the flesh, man. Can you feel it? Oh, I feel it. I, Do you feel the room? I feel like I'm vibrating. Whoa, dude. Dude, my chakras are on fire, Tim. <laughs> it's actually weird seeing you not through Zoom. I know, man. This is fucked up. I hated that shit. Is this the first time you guys have hung out? This whole time? Nah, we've seen each other a handful of times. Had a couple of dry runs. More like wet runs, but (laughs) (laughs) we've been we've been around each other. This is the first time we've done the show together though. Like with the live you know what in person with I I think the last one we did live was here at uh, by the way, we're at Shat Nation Studios. How blessed. How blessed are we? Dude, I I feel like a The benevolent dogs, dude. I feel like a child soldier right now. Man, I can't yeah, big wow. Thank you, Matt and Shane, for Giving us access to the, the fucking compound. Dude, these gaming chairs are legit. Like, I might want to be a quadriplegic the rest the, of my the, life. The prostate support on this yeah. one is <laughs> magnificent. Um, but we do appreciate that. Uh, yeah. I, what a week. Tubbs, how's it been, dude? How's, how's it? L- describe for me the reception. Having, after your first appearance on Dab Meet, and just letting people find out the fucking the magnitude of bub that you are it was uh it was pretty incredible a lot of love man a lot of people coming from all over the place a lot of messages you know what i mean and it feels good to just shine being a fat fucking loser (laughs) (laughs) to just to shine anywhere is worth every second and and like i said it's just you know speaking the truth to people man and the dad me thing's incredible the positivity i wouldn't have met chef chipper (laughs) Uh, you know what I mean, and, and the stuff we've been doing. So, I love it, man. I, I mean, I love the positivity. Really, keep really, really brightens up a bad day. You sound you like know? such a grandpa. Yo, like <laughs> the stuff you kids are doing, man. It's just you know with the positivity thing. It's it's just a beautiful thing. I, I like it. <laughs> we, we rolled out here today. They got the welcoming committee outside. You got fucking fireworks going off for us. Got little North Philly. Welcome. <laughs> um. Uh, man, I was I was really excited after the first time you were on the show for people to get a fucking load of you, mm-hmm. and it was everything I hoped for. I the 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 number of messages we got from people are just like I just love Mr. Tubbs, I just <laughs> love this guy. I like that he loves life, and I I hearing him sound happy felt good for me. Dude, you know how hookers give the girlfriend experience? You could give the plumber experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're, we're everybody's best friend, man. That's you know what I mean. You try. Uh, I, I come in a plumber, and I leave with your heart. And you know. For those of you that don't know, um, this studio is in Billy McCusker's house, and when everybody comes in, Billy gives them the royal tour, and Billy's building a fucking sick ass master bathroom, and he asked Tubbs if he wanted to come see it, and I had already seen it, and I wanted to come up to see Tubbs's reaction. It was like an extreme home makeover when the family turns around. Like I knew it was going to be magic when Tubbs saw this fucking killer bathroom. What did you think of the bathroom? Dude, you look right for the labels, bro. You got to see what people are putting in out here. You know what I mean? And Moen's a good product. They went with the Moen. You know what I mean? The double vanity's not in yet, but I'm sure it's going to be pimp. Um, you go with the little water closet. You build the wall next to the toilet. feel like you're in total comfort when you're there taking a shit. Um, but, yeah, it's it's definitely on its way. It's definitely beautiful. Uh, I, the, my favorite thing is the first floor bathroom, the tile in the first floor bathroom. Yeah, it's like that, sure. yeah, that old baller shit, man. That Rittenhouse square look. I like that. You know? <laughs> That was such, that was such a fucking impressive play by play of a yeah. <laughs> Back to you in the booth. <laughs> I, 
I just like now, like I I want to set aside time just to show Tubbs bathrooms. <laughs> oh my god, we got to get him hooked up with Del Calo. Oh my god, whoa, dude. There's a, there's a friend of ours, John Del Calo. He does a web series called Golden Thrones, where he'll visit killer toilets. Damn. Yeah, man. But like like notable like public places and not you know not not like I, I don't, like train station bathrooms like uh, like museum bathrooms and shit. Yeah, places where you'd bring a date to shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we gotta get those two connected. Somehow. Oh my god! Well, great. I know that, that kind of fell apart, but it doesn't matter, dude. Dude, we what an breathe new life into it. Uh, how about Chef Chipper filling our bellies? Yo, Fiesta Friday. If you if you I don't know if you don't know about Chef Chipper, get into the an easy way would be to just get into the Dad Meat Facebook group. Shout out Andy Pace. Um, I yeah. Uh, how, how do we, how do we intro Chef Chipper? I mean, it's gonna be hard to sum up. Well, right off the bat, I'm just thinking of. You know the events that you put together for through Mission Nutrition. Can you talk about that and how you got into that? Uh, Mission Nutrition is something that I started at the onset of the pandemic. Uh, traditionally, through my food service company, AAA Catering, we serviced 26 daycares in and around the city of Philadelphia mm-hmm. through the state CACFP program, which is basically free lunch program. Okay, and. Uh, when the shutdown happened, all these schools closed. When the schools closed, uh, these kids are missing out on three meals a day that I provide them. I provide 1,300 kids with three meals every single day. I thought immediately of those kids, and not only those kids missing meals, but how many thousands of other kids in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and the surrounding greater Philadelphia area are missing those yeah. meals. So uh, through the Griffin Gives Foundation, um, we created a fundraising effort to try to create a grab-and-go program we called Mission Nutrition, which was creating grab-and-go meals for these kids to give out at different locations uh, throughout the city and the suburbs even. And, uh, you know, I started making some promos on Facebook and putting them out there, mm-hmm. uh, shared them to the Dad Me group, which was awesome because I've been following you guys since when the podcast started, January or even beforehand. Uh, as, soon as, as soon as you guys no. jumped off, I was like right on board. Just because like what Tub said, man, just the positivity of this group is really great to get into um you know i guess in the fall start following you guys so i started sharing them to the group as well as other groups and uh tubs jumped right on it mm-hmm. we put together a couple of these locations b- between the two of us you guys came down uh with your families and kids which was even which was even more special you mm-hmm. know they got to see uh, got a chance to see what we were doing yeah man and um we linked up with a bunch of boys and girls clubs, some private businesses here in the city, and we ended up giving out thousands of meals over the last three months through that Dude, program. Seen in action. Yes, so I was I'm about to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just a fucking tent with meals for children. There's no, like, verify your income. It's just, like, people need food. They come, and they get it, and it's there. I And it was so fucking Dude, sick. It's so cool. Like, when people come to, to get food, you could see, like, there's a little bit of apprehension, and it's like... I think people have a hard time believing that somebody's just doing something really good and there's no strings attached. If you're hungry, come get some food. And people would do that. You'd see them take the food. Then it's like you see them walk away. It's just like, holy shit. Like that's really like all that it was is somebody doing something nice. And now we have fucking food. Yeah, you definitely felt that. There was certainly an apprehension at first when people arrived to the different sites and um, really felt like, hey, had to be out front and like, come on over, guys. Yeah. Come in, come yeah. in, guys. Come on, we're all neighbors. We're it all does neighbors. feel really good to be like, "Hey, you need something, and you yeah. do, you should have it. Exactly. Come get it." You know what I mean? Um, um yeah. It was sixteen tubs get involved with it. 
Yeah, so I, that's I appreciate the shout out, but all I'm doing is fucking standing there and donating a few bucks. To be honest, my man over here is putting in the hours, putting his meal together. I mean, this this thing is on Chef Chipper and his crew because they really are pulling this shit off. I mean, he asked me, I introduced him to a couple social circles I knew through plumbing. You know, got him at a couple spots, help out a couple different neighborhoods that weren't on his map. But I literally don't do fucking anything except stand there <laughs> and give out bags and do maybe move a couple totes out of the truck. I mean, this guy and what he's doing for his total strangers and what he's doing for this city and what he's doing for his neighborhood. I mean, he's incredible. You Chip, know what I mean? I'm sorry to interrupt. So. No, no. If people want to donate, how can they donate money to your cause? Uh, they can go to griffingives.org and... Go to the donate page. There's a button there that says Mission Nutrition. They just click that, and they can donate right on there. Cool. Um, and we're just about to, I hate to say, get into our second phase of this. Uh, unfortunately, over the things in the last couple weeks here in the city, it hasn't gotten any easier for some of these kids to get food. Mm-hmm. So That's normal in the summer, too, in the city. Yeah. Um, so we're just about to go back out with like our second round and our second big push for this. And um, again, you'll see us at different daycares throughout the city and through different boys and girls clubs in the city of Philadelphia too. One of the cool things about this too is it's not just just some food being given to you. It's fucking really good food that Chip fucking makes, man. I wish I could describe what we just had downstairs. And Chip just broke it out of a fucking cooler and it was just like oh here this is something i made and it was the most delicious mexican food i've ever fucking fiesta had. friday yeah the she problem with, <laughs> the problem with most free food is that it's incapable of giving you diarrhea and yeah, <laughs> some of that food i don't know dude the, you get diarrhea with my food because it's good <laughs> yeah exactly dude you need you, there's like there's spice to it you know what i mean there's, like, there's <laughs> it feels like actual food and not just like you know, uh, plastic shoved into a plastic bag. And the great thing about this is, like, I can kind of feel something brewing right now. Like, I, <laughs> with, with shitty Mexican, you're gonna shit right when you're done. But, but no. Chips Mexican was so good. It's it's like a, it's like a a long love making session happening right now. It's like the Kama Sutra, um, the Kama Poopture, if you will. <laughs> oh yeah, brewing in my belly, and I can't wait until it just fucking erupts. It's That's like it, a time dude. release on an Oxy eighty, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Dude. laughs> It's just in there fermenting right now. Yeah, when you no. wake up at five in the morning. That's gonna be the best feeling. <laughs> Someone preparing food is probably horrified when you describe it as diarrhea inducing. When I mean it as the highest compliment yeah, know, yeah. possible. Yeah. Like if I if I eat like uh, low quality or like low nutrition food, that's not doing anything to move my guts around. You know what I mean? I'm trying to blow something out, and uh, that's all I meant by it. I, I don't want anyone to take that the wrong way. And I immediately felt like I put my fucking foot in my mouth. I'm this, such a fucking This is talk. good, healthy food for these kids. Yes. I mean, I took a bag home for my kids. I gave a couple to the neighbors. You're talking about three lunches, three dinners, three snacks, three breakfasts. I mean, it's a lot of food in one bag. You know what I mean? This, mm-hmm. is, this isn't like you're just getting one meal. I mean, mom can take a couple of days off from cooking. And uh, you know what I mean? That's, that's probably what uh, people value the most, especially at a time like this. You know? Well, when you come into the city and, you know, Thankfully, this has never been my kids, and I don't remember if we ever needed anything like this when I was a kid, but we were always like a borderline case for, you know, benefits and that kind of thing. But when you come into the city, it's not just a matter of like parents being stretched too thin to cook for their kids. It's like, it's also, you know, uh, the concept of food deserts, if you've never heard about it. It's mm-hmm. like, you, you don't really live in a place where parents have like a pantry full of good shit to cook for their mm-hmm. families. If anything, they're just reheating shit out of a can. That's like a good night for some kids. Yeah. Um, that to me, that's one of the things that makes this so fucking special is for 
when you when you go into these areas and and these kids, I, I don't know. I, my so some of my fondest childhood memories were just of eating extremely lovely home cooked meals by my dad, and to just give kids that I think could be the difference between you know a couple of dark paths. You know what I mean? Definitely, food is love. For sure, that's huge. And you hit the nail on the head. Philadelphia is definitely a food desert, and. For me and my company, we're just trying to be in a way that's in that desert for some of these kids. Oh, you're nailing it. You're fucking nailing it. Um, yeah, I mean, just uh, I'm not tooting our horns at all, but I, I do want to point out how fucking cool it felt when you were like, oh, I can't wait to explain to you know my partners why people are putting dad meat in their doma- donation memos. Dude, that was awesome. That's you know, so fucking yeah. sick. It's so yeah. sick. Uh, the Griffin Gifts Foundation, they're amazing. And the woman who runs it, Tracy, you know, she's jumped right on board immediately. Uh to help me with this cause and um you know she's the administration end of this piece and she just kept saying like what you know i got the text we're gonna have to have a beer and you're gonna have to tell me what this dad meat means Fuck <laughs> dad meat? and i'm like just yeah, leaving it guys. a mystery right now because dad meat yeah. could mean anything yeah. you know moms love me so we'll, we'll just leave it at that <laughs> to that point if you go, go if you go to fucking chef chipper's uh, facebook profile um you can see him just hanging out with his kids, like just being a great dad. But he looks like the fucking model that you would see on the cover of a romance novel that your, that your aunt <laughs> yeah. beats off to. <laughs> that stash, bro. Yeah, that handlebar right oh, there. Dude, so, Chip, you just have to know that ants are fucking wiggling their hams with those books. <laughs> thinking it's you. Pretending it's you. Oh, uh, dude, the man in the boat is going overboard. <laughs> Is this like your uh, first foray into uh, this much charity work? Uh, no. Um, one of my goals this year was to ramp up my charity work. Okay. Um, I didn't have this in mind, but that was just a general thing in my head, like do more than I did last year. I'm always trying to give back. It's something that's been ingrained in me ever since I was a little kid, to be honest with you. Um my parents owned a business. My grandparents owned a business. Great grandparents, right in the same neighborhood. Uh, my family's always been generous under the radar and just in the neighborhood owning a business, ready to help any neighbor that would come. And as a kid, I would see that a lot. Different people coming to my dad and in the office, and when the restaurant and tavern were closed, coming in the back door, and you know, Johnny, I need this. If it was like twenty dollars, Johnny, maybe I get twenty dollars to, you know, like this, that, and the other thing. We live in a neighborhood. And he owned a business, and I would always see that. And um, dad donated to police and a bunch of different, basically anywhere. And to the point of my mom was always like, yeah, you're giving too much away, you know what I mean? Um, But that stuck with me, and um, I just kind of grew up like that. So Hmm. it's always been in me to give back. And I think the more you give back, the more you get. It's just something that goes hand in hand. I I mean, Spade was hitting that pretty hard when he was in here. Just talking about how you know that that values based living, and uh, that actually one thing that's been bothering me about all this goal setting shit that we're, we're into is that I I feel like I started from a place where I've been trying to play catch up to um to put myself where I need to be to provide for my family that I did I purposely put like charitable work as like an afterthought or at least like giving as an afterthought because it's like I gotta I gotta stabilize first and then I can start fucking giving back. And so you've definitely inspired me to be like, all right, it doesn't have to wait that long. I can definitely find some ways to get involved with some shit. And you, you definitely got the gears turning in my head. Mm-hmm. And I know in Mike's head. 
Um, and you know, to that point, one of the ways that like you inspired, you know, our our fucking uh, charitable acts to kick in the high gear was like you set up the events, and like Tim and I, you know, they just showed up, you know, for those couple times, and it was like that was enough to like leave us feeling good for the for the day and know that we went there with the best of intentions and whatever was needed we were going to do to show our kids what yeah yeah and that oh dude and that's huge too because you know there was something i heard a, a lady say something the other day with her kid in regards to something that's going on right now she's like they're the little ones are watching the little ones are watching and it was just like fuck like i gotta make sure like my kids see me do more shit like that and that was all because you set that up and the tubs you you helped set that up too yeah it's uh, i i same thing i grew up my parents met in AA, you know what I mean? After meeting my dad, changed my mom's tire, and here the fuck I am, you know what I mean? Both after a couple of marriages and, and, and some hard drinking and a lot of drugs. So growing up, my parents were very involved in AA. So like the people who painted my house were always like some drunk lady named Nancy from AA who was trying to get her shit together, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I grew up to where my parents were always hooking somebody up, always helping somebody out. So the same thing, it was kind of ingrained in me, you know what I mean? You get, I'm, you get a couple like gifts in life. You know what I mean? You you get a couple gifts in life, and I think me and you speaking for you, Chef Chipper. Uh, I think the one thing we both got is besides charming fucking personalities, are, fat birds. You know, fat birds. <laughs> well, three gifts, but, but like you know, the, the 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 working with our hands kind of thing. Like I'm making plumbing, you're 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 doing meals, and now that we've both become successful because we grew up that way, you want to give back to people, you want to help people out, whatever means you can. You know what I mean? Um, whatever tools you get, you should probably use them to try to get some pussy and help other people <laughs> at the same Damn. time. You know what I mean? Like, Damn. Yeah. Chip's providing the yeah. food that causes the tub's plumbing work. <laughs> it's the circle of wipe. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Mike. <laughs> Don't stop fucking play. We were making some great... Dude, the, this was very poignant media. Dude, I got fired up. I heard the fireworks and the uh, gentleman on the motorbikes outside. Oh, man, dude. I, I wish I could have frozen that song into my head when I picked him up tonight. Somebody was blasting a specific song. And it was like, it was like Tim was like a wrestler coming out of the back. When I heard the fireworks here, I was like, shit, dude, I'm at dad meat. Like, this is so authentic. There's fireworks and radio toe going on right now. First thing, I, I couldn't get over the concrete countertops in the kitchen down there. That was yeah, the first Billy's thing I noticed when I walked in. This house, is dope, this house is dope as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the kitchen. I could definitely get down yeah, there. Def, definitely, uh, definitely uh, probably doesn't. The neighbor's houses probably don't look much like this one. But <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. You have to go pretty far. Yeah. <laughs> You're far away from anyone's house yeah. looking like the inside. This is definitely of this a balling spot. Um, so the. This is this is I I don't know maybe this is maybe this isn't the format to do this but here's where I'm thinking this goes before quarantine started one of the last ideas that me and Mike had were was to we wanted to do a dad meat beef and beer with a benefit in mind and we did, we've never done anything like this we've done a lot of like live shows and Mike you've definitely organized some shit like benefits for people mm-hmm. we wanted to find a cause and a way to raise money for it and then we wanted to do like a fucking dirt ball beef and beer a dad meat themed who knows some sort of live entertainment i don't know mm-hmm. we've got some connections right we've got some cool shit that we could yeah. probably line up what i want to figure out with you guys specifically is like what what kind of impact can we have and where do we direct it you know what i mean would you guys be into figuring that kind of thing out with us no doubt yeah absolutely and it, it the Griffin Gibbs Foundation is probably a good start, you know what I mean, or 
whatever we can benefit, you know, if, if they're on board or I'm sure we can, you know, get on another cause. But, uh, yeah, I'm with it, man. Yeah, so I don't even know how that works. I, yeah. You know what? It would probably be pretty boring for you guys to explain to me how that works. But, like, would there be a – if we could put together, like, a live event that people would be into going into and everything went toward a cause, would you be able to, like, find a target? <laughs> you know what I mean? Certainly. Um, I know off the bat the uh, – uh, the Reether Vared Boys and Girls Club in Feltonville. Uh, they don't have a summer food program set up mm-hmm. yet. Uh, their food service program kind of fell through due to the current things that are everything are going. Wait, through. we would get to save a Boys and Girls Club? Wow. We will be able to hook them up with food. Uh, you know, they're we're saving a boys and girls yeah, club. Yes, basically. yes, pretty fucking cool, dude. <laughs> we're Hell doing yeah. it. There we fucking go. I knew I'd get that out of it. Yes, we're doing it. Um, the guys. Uh, Can we blame this all on a guy in a in a very cheap looking suit? You know what I mean? Like, oh, so and so. We got suits. Well, we need a bad guy. We need to uh, save need the boys and girls cat? club from a fat. Exactly, yeah, we need dude. A fat cat. Sh- There's definitely one. He shows yeah, up in a limo with no curves on it. It's all. It's a very boxy limo. <laughs> he steps out. He's got his hair slicked back. Cigar. Cigar. Yeah. Pinstripe, cheap suit, and he's just like he's disgusted at the sight of this boys and girls club. More Fucking like, Leonard. We're is not super. Do we change him? Like, What's that? Do, is it like the super? Do yeah. We change I, him midway through, and I think he more likes it again. No, I think we kill him. I think we fuck him up, dude. Tar and feather him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Fuck him up. Yeah, no, we don't, there's, there's no redemption for him. It's all, it's all just, Downhill. you know, uh, us and the fucking boys taking care of the fucking boys and girls. Either way, we're going to hook these kids up so much that we're going to turn that boys and girls club to a men's and ladies club. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen and ladies. So, all right. That's something we're going to put in our pocket. And that's something, uh, uh, I don't know, if you're into this shit, uh, I, I would start getting excited about. That, that's a place um, they have a great director Jude LaRich uh, I've been dropping off 40 bags there every Tuesday for the past I don't know six weeks uh, 40 bags each bag has three breakfasts three lunch three dinner three snacks 40 bags going in about 25 minutes there god damn um, really quick so I think it's um, just that neighborhood when I had contacted the Boys and Girls Club of Philadelphia uh, that's the place that they had targeted oh. as sort of a forgotten uh, neighborhood over there in Feltonville. And, uh, yeah, I think that's a place that could really benefit. Ironically, and I'm not joking about this, but the last benefit I put together was for an old Coke dealer who was who had something <laughs> happen in his life that I'd rather not talk about. <laughs> but, I, you know, he was very kind to me, and I went through 40 bags pretty quickly. With him. <laughs> <laughs> so I can relate to those kids. <laughs> Oh, that would be great. And what a way to come out of fucking quarantine. Go back into the fucking green. You know what yeah. I mean? Was, we'll lock down a venue. I think I know a caterer. <laughs> right? Yingling, get it? Yingling kegs only. Get it? You know what I mean? You really oh, got to do yeah. this no, thing nothing, you know? Dude, this is Just strictly... Just roast beef, meatballs. If you're not a fucking... That grows out. <laughs> if you're not a dirtball or a fucking dirtball at heart, this is not for you. Get the fuck out. All right? You're not going to enjoy yourself. This is going to be... Yeah, no. If there's a white picket fence around your house, this is probably not for you. Yeah, I take a fucking hike. I can't wait to dust off my Zach Thomas jersey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> be right the fuck out there. This will be... Oh, man. This is going to be fantastic. Yeah, we don't have we don't have any fucking details nailed down except for the fact that uh, we make shit happen now and this yep. is something that we're deciding on. Definitely. Done deal. I appreciate yeah. that. Done deal. I appreciate that. Uh, I wanted to revisit, too. Like, I thought it was really neat when your guys' kids came out. 
uh, to both of the events. That was the most important part Dude, for me. I thought Hell that yeah. was so cool because it was like exactly what you said. Your kids are seeing what you're doing, which mm. is the key. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, just as speaking as a parent, I think that's We just I said what we that. watched growing up. We just said what put us in the giving mood, what puts us in, like makes us the kind of people we are is watching this stuff. So that's the same thing. You're bringing your kids out there to watch people give back. They're going to be sitting on some podcast in North Philly one day, and they're going to be like, well, I watched my dad give out some bags on the <laughs> my, you know what I mean? my favorite part is we had our 12-year-old. I had my 12-year-old there, and uh, uh, you know, I was hoping that there would be a way for her to just at least do a little bit of fucking work. And uh, Chipper just walked over to her with a, sh- a cardboard box full of shit for her to do and just shoved it into her arms. And then she looked at me. I was like, "Get to fucking work!" <laughs> and it was just the—it was the most perfect way to go about it. And it—it it, uh, it really meant a lot to me, man. That was cool. awesome. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it was cool. It was definitely cool, man. See both of you guys' kids out there. Mikey's um, Mikey skated with a five piece, man. Yeah, uh, Chip hooked him up. <laughs> how, how did that five? So, so, you somebody, gave it to, somebody yeah. came up somebody. and said, "I would like to donate," uh-huh. and they handed Chip a five dollar bill, and Mikey took the bags to the car, and then he said, to, "He said to Mikey, he gave him a piece of advice. He said, in this business." When somebody hands you money, you take it. And he put it in his pocket. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No yeah. doubt, dude. Bubba DeFinnis told me that. Bubba DeFinnis was bartending at my dad's bar. I was about 10 years old. And I brought somebody out some Motsy sticks or something. And they're like, yo, kid, take two bucks. And I'm like, no, oh, don't worry about it. Thank you anyway. Yeah. My, my dad pays me to make chicken fingers or whatever. And Bubba, like, stomp back in the kitchen. He's like, listen, kid. In this business, when anybody gives you money, you take it. You know how hard it is to make money in this business? Boom. Yeah, it drained to my soul, dude. It definitely felt like a Don Corleone moment. <laughs> and it helped the chips Italian, so that really hammered him the point even more. <laughs> Mikey will remember that chip yeah. forever. Oh, yeah, dude. I hope he does, yeah. man. I That's hope great. He but does, th- think about it. Like, he probably will because anybody who, when you're a kid, has an adult give you money. Especially like when it's adult that's like new to you, it's just like, wow, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like that that leaves a fucking imprint. See, I grew up just around a ton of like knock around guys yeah. and like just hustlers that were friends with my dad. They were just weird dudes that would impart all this crazy crap on me and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that always stuck with me too. So I'm always like, want to be that kind of like half nutty, fun, older dude for kids, you know, mm-hmm. whether I'm their uncle or not. Like all my friends' kids too. I try to like make sure, oh, you know, your dad never gave you a uh, freeze pop? Well, okay, come here, kid. Let's get some sugar, yeah. Let's get some sugar <laughs> in you, dude. <laughs> my dad had a boy that fucking. Hooked me up with five bucks every time I saw him. Wow, I will, I will never forget that Hell till the yeah. day I fucking die. He's a fucking wild dude too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, he, they always are, man. He he retired uh, the earliest of all my dad's boys, and uh, he retired specifically so he could move to Florida and ride a bike around with uh, like a neoprene bottle full of white Russian. <laughs> so he just gets fucking wasted cruising around on a bicycle. <laughs> the only that's all he wants to do with his retirement, dude. I get it. You guys ever been to Clearwater, Florida? No, I've never been down. Um, when you when you go there, you're gonna think like, okay, this is where I want to fucking die. Like and you Florida, might. Florida they rules the beaches too early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Florida rules to begin with, but when you get there, it's just like, all right, I want to fucking live here, and I want to fucking drink Coors Light until my brain doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Are you guys? I mean, we're we're, on, we're we're mere weeks away from re-entering the world. It's almost it's almost back. Oh man. I got my hammies warmed up. I'm ready to go, dude. Yeah, I just want to get this shit together, man. I, uh, you know, it was a tough couple weeks at first. We kind of got back to normal, but I just want my fucking life back. I just want to go to the Longhorn Steakhouse and get a fucking shrimp skewer with my food and a 40 ounce fucking beer. 
and just be fucking normal again. Like, I've never wanted to eat shitty restaurant food so bad in my life, man. This shit sucks. And me and, my, me and Tiffany, me and my wife, we're social butterflies. Every weekend, we're fucking doing something. We ain't sitting in the house. And with shit being closed, you know, I just, I can't wait today to open bars up again. <laughs> I just cannot wait. Yeah, I, I, it sucks knowing, like, so many small business owners because I've just been watching them fucking get put through the ringer by all this. And it actually, I don't know. I'm I'm an idiot. I will preface everything I say for my entire life with I am fucking retarded. But apparently Pennsylvania has like the best decrease out of everything. So apparently the measures maybe not great. You know what I mean? Maybe the maybe the medicine was a little bit too harsh, but I think it did the we we did like the bet. Like we did it. Hey. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, we fucking won, dude. That's what they're saying. Yeah, we 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 were the fucking nerds. We went full nerd. On coronavirus, and now we're the fucking best. Although it sucked watching, you know, some of the people I care about most just just fucking huff bird with with all the restrictions on them. Yeah, business. I feel the most for uh, restaurants, bars, small businesses in that sense. Um, Jiu-jitsu school owners, yeah, jiu-jitsu, yeah, stuff like that. Um, you know, anything that area, gyms. I mean, it's. It's tough, man. It was a tough thing for a lot of people to swallow. I mean, I'm lucky enough to be, a, you know, my trade was decent. You know, we had a couple slow weeks, but yeah. we kind of went right back into it. I more feel for the people with storefronts, man, who, you know. Got them to, smashed in. Yeah, well, got them <laughs> yeah. smashed yeah. in, but you got to bring people through the front door. Like, if your mm-hmm. business has to bring people through the front door, you were fucked. You know what I mean? Because they, they closed them all, you know. But we're out of it, dude. The worst of it's over. Yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energized. Me and Mike got fucking. We got back to fucking a little bit of training. This we were week. wrestling, man, and uh, Tim, you felt like grease lightning, <laughs> bro. I'm gonna tell you that, man. <laughs> Better than ever. Goddamn, man. I love, I love, I love doing jujitsu. It's the fucking best thing in the world. Shout out hard jujitsu. What were you guys doing to keep up with your physical exercise and stuff like through the last couple months? Uh, I did. I did a lot of like body weight exercises, and I did a lot of burpees, and. Um, it wasn't too bad getting back at it because I felt like the first day of, of rolling at jujitsu was going to be a fucking nightmare. But, you know, all things considered, you know, it felt pretty good. Nice Other than getting my fucking dick handed to me by old Timbo over here. <laughs> no, <laughs> Dude, no. And, and I got to say this too. Like, you, Tim got me in something called a body triangle. And in the three years that I've been training, I've only tapped to somebody's pressure once. Not a choke, not a fucking joint lock or anything, but to pressure. And I was about to tap to the pressure that Tim had around my waist with his legs locked. And he could feel like my hand moving the tap. Then he's like, don't you dare fucking tap. <laughs> so I like waited another five seconds. And I was like praying to God as his arm would slip under my throat so I could I could find a reason to tap. I was just trying to motivate you, dude. You but did, man. I, I was lucky. Again, dude, Heart Jiu-Jitsu hooked it up. They they figured out a way to like keep everybody active using like Zoom and all all, all over the internet. Um, it's crazy that the place is run by a fucking Kenzo. He's like the most caring dude in the world and up on like internet, how to run a business and utilize the internet. It's insane. Um, him he and his wife and you know, their staff and the strength and conditioning coach has been like guiding like group workouts over zoom. So my wife and I are still in pretty good shape. It's fucking sick. Actually, my wife is probably better at jujitsu now than before quarantine. Because of just like this this weird setup that we've had over the internet, and uh, yeah, dude, I got back in the gym going two hundred miles an hour. Nice, and it feels it feels bad, but I was, you know, you're a very good bad boy. I, yeah, I feel, I feel like a piece of shit the way the way that I was like going after people, but 
uh, I don't know how many of the people I trained with would hear this. I was only going after them so hard because I was afraid they were going to beat me up. <laughs> every time, every time I like submit somebody, it's because I'm just terrified that they're going to get me. Well, like, for what it's worth, Tim, you put me through the headboard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I try. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to do like controlled training, like catch and release, like get you know get them in a position here, hold it. And I just can't, dude. I'm like, I better, I better fucking submit him right now, or he's gonna get me. I'm gonna be on my back, and I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna have to puke. Um, so yeah, if, if if we trained last week, I'm very, I'm, I'm sorry for, uh, I don't know, the asymmetrical aggression. Right. All good, man. All right. Everybody was ramped up, man. Yeah, that that was that was a tough part for us. Was I went 18 months, man, working out three, four times, 5:30 in the morning. 18 months straight, probably the longest I've ever gone. I mean, I didn't lose an ounce because I drink fucking 30 Miller High Lifes a weekend, but I uh, I made sure, you know, I, that I didn't miss the gym. And the quarantine, that was the number one thing that fucked me and my wife up was not going to the gym. Like, it was 18 months, and then we stone cold stopped. Dude. You know, it was hard. And we just got back uh, two weeks ago. Our boy's like a personal trainer. He hooks us up with a pretty decent rate up in Brimar. So, uh, like, two weeks ago, he was like, yo, on the DL, if you guys want to come in at 530 in the morning, I'll get you back to moving. So, I'm pretty much just doing yoga and light shit just so that I wake up at 515 and I get to the gym and just kind of get the routine back. You know what I mean? You know you know what's fucked up is that this was all done in the name, in the name of, uh, you know, health and, you know, preserving life. And Noble Cause, I'll follow. We fought, dude. The, our gym followed every guideline to a T. They could have cut corners. They could have taken shortcuts. They could have did, did some things on the sly to really alleviate some of the pressure on themselves. But they don't do that. They're like incorruptible, unbelievable people. But one of them pointed out, uh, I think it was Coach Heather. She was like, uh, "It's crazy how like as soon as the lockdown started and people were, you know." confined to their living rooms or you know a, a brief a, a brisk walk through the neighborhood how quickly like fast food liquor tobacco that was all like day one we were like yeah, all right we really. still gotta we still gotta get people fucking pumped full of this shit yeah. like there i i don't know no one takes care of themselves so maybe no one will notice but i gotta think that there's gonna be like crazy long-lasting health effects just from the way that we approach this, and it could have been avoided if we actually gave a shit about people being healthy. Right. They, every fast food place in the country was open. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they didn't, they didn't close whatsoever. You know, you close small businesses, but every fucking McDonald's drive-through was open, and that was off the rip. I mean, the first three weeks, I drank every fucking day. I mean, at one point, we drank like five, six days in a row, and we just felt like trash. I was drinking vodka and orange juice at like two o'clock in the afternoon one day. <laughs> Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, just because I was yeah. looking for something other yeah. to drink than Miller yeah. High Life, you know? Yeah, and obviously I'm, like, unapologetic about, like, people running their own type programs, right? It's, like, it's up to you to not fucking drink. But here's the thing is that people are still people. I dude, we, We've preached about it in the past. Like, you know, <laughs> I was I was going to talk about the fucking neighborhood dickheads defending with defending the neighborhood with baseball bats. It's like, those are, those are retarded people, but they exist. Don't act like you're People are people. They're going to do people shit. So when you when you lock them in their houses and you're like, by the way, you could still buy booze pretty easily. What the fuck else is there to do? Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to lose your mind. If like, what are you going to meditate? You're going to sit on your living room floor and just like, I don't know, a Steven Seagal character, like pass the time with, you know, didn't he, didn't he like recover from, what was it? Hard to kill where he just did acupuncture on himself and sat on a floor for a long time. <laughs> Sounds like a Wait, that yeah. doesn't work. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> Wouldn't fucking know, dude, because I was yeah. just smoking weed and eating sandwiches yeah, for yeah. three months. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not hard to chill. <laughs> but, like I said, dude, the hard part's behind us. We're not going to dwell. We're not going to dwell a second longer than we need to. Yeah, I'm back in the gym, baby. I feel great. Are you? Yeah, that's good like for my, you. Like I said, my my boy's been hooking us up. We've gone to five thirty in the morning. I just been stretching my shit out, but I feel normal again. Like I'm back on job sites, listening to fucking Mexican music. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. From the framers, like we're 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 back in the city. Construction's open. Like you know, gyms are slowly opening back up. If you know somebody, uh, you know it's. I'm starting to feel normal again. You know, Chipper, you have the build and haircut of like an American Ninja Warrior guy. Like, he shows up in the front of the course, and it's like, there's no way this guy's going to do good. And then you just do flips through all the obstacles. That's basically what I've been having to do to keep myself up and, and running for the last couple months. Because all the gyms are closed and stuff, like you said. So I'm just going to the fucking playgrounds, monkey barn. Pretty much, dude. I swear to God. Like, I have obstacle course set up in the back of my No fucking bar. way. Yeah, I have an obstacle course set up in the back of you my nailed it, bar. Buddy. I got, like, jump ropes. I got train track metal that's been hanging around forever. I got tires. I got... Empty kegs. I got kegs that have been welded together. <laughs> can we wait? Can we just take a minute to to acknowledge that I fucking nailed that? Yeah. We did not talk about this before. <laughs> dude, like if you ask the guys that are around the neighborhood, they're like, "Yeah, Chef Shipper is fucking crazy, dude." Yeah, well, Tim, I'm back you, there on the train tracks. You, you you might be clairvoyant. I think it's the combination of this crystal that's summoning your energy, and it's it the, the triad. From yeah. right here. Like, it's you, Chip, and then the fucking crystal. Dude, it, it pulled our meat vibes. Earlier. It, it centralized our meat vibes, and I was able to read your soul. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> so, same thing. Like, you're just trying to find some stuff to keep yourself healthy, you know, through this. Like you said, uh, the measures were taken to keep everybody healthy, but then what do you do after that? Like, you got to keep yourself physically healthy. It's like, oh, yeah, everyone's deprived of sunlight. Everyone has been fucking sitting around watching Netflix. It's... It's hard. It's hard to even like be funny about this. You just end up sounding like a preachy Joe Rogan clip where he's like, "Yeah, no, you know what I mean." Um, take care of yourselves. Well, actually, um, what did you call it? The One Punch Man workout or the Super Oh yeah, workout yeah, yeah. You're doing a hundred push. Hundred, hundred, hundred. Yeah. So like, I fed off of that too. Like, okay, just push ups are what I got. So let's just see, like, how many push ups can I do in a day? Okay, hundred's not that tough. Let's see if we can get 200, 200. Okay, that's kicking my ass towards the last couple sets of 20. All right, let's go up from 200 and then, you know, just go every other day from there. Yeah. You don't have much. You remember, like, dude, guys in the 1910s were totally jacked. <laughs> no freaking weight room equipment, no anything. Yeah, just kicking sand in nerds' faces. <laughs> they all did much. that, like, they did that, like, elbows yeah, back, dude. chest up thing. You know, they had those giant dumbbells from the circus. Yeah, <laughs> the 10-ton. Oh. So, trying to... Harness a little bit of that, and like you said, just keep keep it moving, keep it sweating, so that when the gyms open back up, like you said, when you're just a gym open back up, you're going 200 miles per hour, you're ready to get shot out of a cannon. Yeah, I feel fucking incredible. I just realized I was in a room full of beasts. I'm just a fat <laughs> piece of shit sitting over here. Bro, we're all fat pieces of shit in our own way. Don't Definitely. fucking worry about That's it. That's what sucked me into this thing, too, is you guys are very, you're like, God, I feel like a fat retard. And I'm like, oh, my God, I felt like that my whole life, man. I am retarded. Yo, so, let's, true, dude. so let's take a, let's take another second here. And uh, first of all, uh, thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. Uh, we've really, like, ramped up the correspondence. And there's a lot of recurring themes. Um, self-improvement is the main one and uh like p people are just inundating us with fucking good news left and right 
and it's all around just like challenging themselves to that kind of shit. But the main thing is that like there, it seems to me there are a lot of people who were kind of like uh, surprised to hear someone say like I feel like a fat fucking retard every day of my life, and it's not the end of the world. I can still, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I hate to constantly repeat myself, but like yeah, it, that feeling never goes away, and it just stops me from doing less and less. Um, what's that, Mike? Uh, just something. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. Mike slid me a, a note to not slot specifically, not slide a dossier on some of the good news we've got. But, um, I don't, I don't mind sharing how much, uh, feedback we get where people are just like, yo dude, I, I'm fucking quitting pills like that kind of shit. And that never gets old. Mm-hmm. Every time that comes around, like that fucking rules. I get a lot of dudes that are like, Hey, how do I change careers to it? Yeah. And then I just I end up just chatting with them like, well, if this is something, and then we just talk about options. Um, someone ended up. Uh, I'll, I'm going to obscure the details here, uh, as was discussed. But we someone hit us up and they were like, "Hey, I had a comfortable government job. I could have just worked for the rest of my life, and been fine, unfulfilled, but financially comfortable for the rest of my days." And uh, they they got to thinking about you know. The, the shit that we talk about where it's like if you just imagine if you spent a year doing things exactly the way you wanted, what would it look like? And they ended up changing still, I think, technically a government job, but they went into a dream job situation and they sent us this lovely message just telling us about it. There was a little bit of gratitude that I almost I almost reject. I reject the gratitude <laughs> because it was just like we didn't fucking do anything. We just call ourselves fat fucking gay retards but i mean it's it's really the culmination of everybody mm-hmm. and it's like for for one thing it's cool to see the effects of of tubs and chef chipper getting together like mm-hmm. seeing them roll out of fucking tubs work van today was just like like it almost made me emotional seeing like these two <laughs> forces of nature come together yeah, yeah so dude retarded ultron yeah. dogs <laughs> uh, one of you guys posted that i was dying I, <laughs> dogs collide but then there's also like um there's a there's a bunch of different ways to get connected to people, especially if you you hear this kind of shit and you're just feeling too isolated or or or, or uh, I I don't know how to describe it, but if, if you just like you don't feel like you have the support system to get yourself fucking moving, um, the Dabme Facebook group, the Dabme Discord, um, fucking messages on Twitter happens mm-hmm. a bunch. That's fine. Uh, we don't really promote the Patreon enough. However, the the number of people that have joined it has is fucking almost too much for me to handle, but we, we get direct in there. Uh, Mike, you do an incredible job of like reaching out to people like, yo, what's up with you guys? Does anyone need anything? I, I love that. I, I just like communicating with people that have real shit to say. And when people hit us up on fucking specifically Patreon, it's always like some cool shit. That's either going to be uplifting or something where we're going to get to like talk about like some real fucking shit. And it's like nothing nothing drains my battery quicker than fucking small talk about nothing. But anytime anybody's got something of substance to talk about, like I could fucking sit and talk for hours. Dude, uh, we're up over 630-something right now and climbing. And like I said, this, this is personal growth. It feels great. But uh, every couple of weeks, Mike sends out a, a blast to everybody. Again, just checking in. You know, we're not harping on anyone holding them to a program but it's like what do you guys need where, you know where can where can someone help you 
and the no, the number of people that actually respond with it real rules, messages yeah. is insane. Yeah. I get to spend days every month just actually responding to people that aren't just like yo, you the you know, it's it's not just hollow small talk. Even just someone saying like yo, this is the shit. It's like wow, all right, great. I get to feel a little bit of fucking gratitude right now. That's sick. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys, and um, I, I I'm very proud <laughs> of everybody taking care of each other. I see a lot of it, especially in the dad meat discord. Um, people will come there and they don't, they're, there's no crybabies, but people will come there and just like, I'm having trouble with something. I don't know what to do. And just watching these dudes swarm on each other and, uh, and lady dudes, not just dudes, um, <laughs> watching them swarm on each other and like not let anyone slip through the cracks is I've never been a part of anything like that before. And I don't take credit for it. I, I just, I'm just happy to be. Uh, in the mix. Tim, do me a favor. Tell me if, if a dude or lady dude uh, doesn't know what the dad meet Discord is. What is that? Uh, it's, it's a chat server. Um, dad, meets a, dad meets an app you can get on your phone. You can visit on. You can visit in a, in a web browser. But it's a, yeah, it's a dedicated chat server with like different channels. I, we mostly use it to talk about video games, especially on the Twitch. You know, Twitch.tv slash Tim Butterly. No big deal. Um, <laughs> we use it for voice chat and text chat. Um, and a lot of dudes just end up just, you know, kicking around in there while they're doing work, while they're working on their, you know, at their computer job all day or their desk job, they'll just pop in the discord like, yo, what's up? I heard a fucking song I liked, or it's like, yo, what's up? I'm having fucking deep trouble with something and I'm completely lost. And, uh, in the, uh, this is what I'm getting at in the, in the church of dogology on Sunday, uh, which is Matt and Shane's thing. Uh, it's Matt McCusker's thing actually. The Church of Dogology, where we uh, <laughs> smoke weed and uh, philosophize as fucking retards. Um, I broke it down, and it's it's kind of like an iteration on something that uh, we we I, I harped on early in Dad Meat, and I was talking about how I don't want to I don't want to be like a, a fucking leader of a movement of something, but I do want to inspire people to create like a circle of influence around themselves where it's like not just hollow positivity and platitudes where it's you're showing you're becoming an example for the people around you of like programming tight as fuck and making something of yourself and then that circle starts to influence the people around you they start to influence the circles around them and we got super fucking stoked mike didn't mike is on the uh, straight and narrow but mike joined the church of dogology because there was a lot of people in recovery so we're like all right don't leave those dudes out so we're having this discussion over zoom on the Matt and Shane Patreon, and I, I've updated the the mental image. And instead of in, uh, imagining a circle of influence around yourself, and oh, by, the, by the way, I, I came up with this for my kids. I was explaining life to my kids. I was describing a garden, a circular garden growing around you, like barely enough for you to stand in, right? And I was telling my kids that like the things you do and the choices you make become this garden at your feet. And your hope for your life is that the garden both expands outwards and the it produces richer and fuller bounties, right? And what I want is for my garden to grow around me. And I, I realize I'm 15 minutes into the gayest shit I've ever <laughs> said in my life right now. It's fine. I'm okay with it. I want, my garden, garden grow, I want my garden to grow <laughs> around me. And I want it to just start brushing up against other rich gardens that are pushing toward me. And I want that for the people that are uh, into this shit. 
Oh, I want my eggplant to touch your eggplant, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's deep as shit, man. That's that's what's so great about the 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 page and everything like that is you get groups online. There's some plumbing ones and stuff like that. You know, they don't last long before everybody's calling everybody a pussy. You know what I mean? Like the shit don't last. Like yeah, like dude. you know, at first it's all cool. Like we're sharing our plumbing stories and stuff like that. And then next thing you know, everybody's like, well. You're a fucking pussy. That ain't how we do it in Florida. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's, that's what's so great about the dad meat page, and that's what I really take from it. It's like nobody's talking shit, man. Everybody's out there like, yo, do your fucking best. We love you. And strangers, total fucking strangers. You know what I mean? People yes. from all over the country. We love you. Do Bro, your best. World. We love what you're doing. Yeah, from the world. You know what I mean? It's yeah. That's uh, that's for me. That's the, that's the number one thing because them fucking Facebook pages, they get gay real quick. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It doesn't take long before people are talking shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, dude, there's no, there's no pretense. This is fucking gay and retarded. So, yeah. all right, if you're not into that, then I'm sorry, dude. If that's not for you, I'm, I'm very sorry to have wasted your time. Yeah. But if it is, and it seems to be for some people, then well, what the fuck is up, dude? How fucking gay and retarded can lift, you get? Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> let's go. Get fucking, get fucking fat, gay, retarded, and lift your fucking boys up. Yeah. That's all. That's all I'm fucking saying. I love it. Love it. Yeah, we're we're putting our fat gay retard feet to the to the pedal, man. We're gunning it. <laughs> Fattest gay retards you'll ever find dude, in I the podcast tell you, dude, game, man. When I when I when I stumble or I make a mistake or I get frozen in a decision, it's not killing me anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only pressure I feel is to like see it all through. Mm-hmm. Which is I guess it's it's probably a healthy pressure. Maybe mm-hmm. it's new for me because, you know, I've I've been programmed to be a fucking loser. Yeah. But uh, there's no more just like beating myself up. It's all just like, all right, well, I'm only a failure when I stop trying. That's the truth, man. And it's, you know, if you could do that shit on your own, awesome. But, you know, if you want the support or if you need the support, like just f- get in one of these groups, you know, with, with, with a bunch of the dad meat bubs. And it's just a lot of times it's not even about like people giving you advice. It's about just encouraging you to do what you really want to do. Because a lot of times people know what they want to fucking do, but it's just like you need that little push to say like I'm doing it, like that's it. Most people need a fucking hand, like you said. Dude. Yeah, I got so much respect because my parents met in AA for yeah. guys like you that keep the shit clean, keep the shit sober. As hard as it is, I mean, it's got to be a fucking battle every day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's like all those people that go through them programs, they need a boost. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why programs are there. So this is just a different kind of program for fat fucking retards. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and not for people. <laughs> You know, but if you want to get clean, we're all about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, to that point, Tubbs, there was there was one guy that hit us up this week. He was talking about something he said in AA meetings. And um, he mentioned, like, uh, uh, Matt McCusker mentioned something, like, in regards to, like, being a bitch boy. If somebody else gets something, he's like, he's like, what do you worry about what other people are doing? Because the pie is infinite. He's like, and people were just like, yeah, that's what's up. And then he's like, and then I got into talking about how we're all just fat gay retards. And then I lost the room. <laughs> Uh, well, you didn't l- lose this room. <laughs> Dude, I had beer for the first time today since last year. How did it feel? Uh, it was incredible. Yeah. Uh, I, got, I got I was picking up sandwiches from Pose, and uh, it's a human robot brewing is there, and I just grabbed a, a quart of beer, and I grabbed it specifically because my work had a uh, an internet happy hour today, mm-hmm. and the last time they did one, I didn't have a drink, and everyone else did, and I was like, oh, I kind of I wanted one. That's yeah. all. I just wanted one. So I, I started uh, I started feeling myself, and it was kind of a small group on this Zoom happy hour. And 
it, there, there were a couple of people that I actually get along with. So it wasn't just like this grading, you know, corporate bullshit. However, one of the dudes, and there's almost no way he's listening to this. One of the dudes who was like an executive director, he had a, a JFK poster on his wall behind his desk. So you could see it in his webcam. And someone was just like, hey, cool, uh, cool JFK poster, like all, almost small talky. And he started talking about how much of like a uh, like he he's obsessed with JFK. I don't know if obsessed is the word, but he he's into fucking JFK lore. And he was talking about like the places he's gone and like the museums he's been to. And he's like, yeah, I don't know, I'm just into it. And I was like, I I'm not the most social guy, but I was like, I I you know, I there's no two Tims. It's only the one. There's only the one retarded Tim. So I was like, dude, uh. Are you like, what do you think about like, did the CIA kill him or what? And he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't know. Are you into like any of the conspiracies <laughs> about how it wasn't just like a crazy guy and there's like more to it? I mean, that's just like a fun thing to think about sometimes, right? I mean, maybe this is the war mode <laughs> getting to me. I was like, yeah, oh, it's just fun to think about the conspiracies and stuff. And he was just like, Nah, I don't. I don't think so. And what? I was like, I guess you're not that dude. into JFK, Tim. The next Zoom meeting, you should you should show up with a bloodstained pink dress. Oh, dude, I'm sweating right now because of how his reaction hit me, and every, other people that I'm friendly with like watched it happen. So he was the first one to sign off, and it was like it wasn't like awkward or anything. But as soon as he signed off, everyone else was like, Tim, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't really get checked like that at work. I, I, well, you spice things up. I, you know, I, 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 I kind of operate under the, I, I hope people appreciate that. I'm not like a, a suit. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a fucking normal fella. And he was just like, <laughs> what? No, why would I think about that? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's going to keep me up tonight. <laughs> I think he did the right thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That's going to bother me. <laughs> You ever think that the CIA did it? I mean, like, the Cold War was pretty weird. <laughs> what is wrong with me, dude? People are Gary like, Tarts, oh, my dude. kids are crying. I better, I better go check on them. <laughs> God, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Well, now seems like as good a time as ever to segue into our Blue Chew read. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Uh, go to bluechew.com and type in promo code FATBIRD. Just pay $5 shipping, and you get a bunch of blue chews. You guys ever tried blue chews? No, but it sounds like I'm gonna. Dude, dude they fucking rule. I'm, I'm dumb. I'm dumb with like the... boner medicine? Dude, it's, yeah, it's not even like... It, it's it's hobbyist boner medicine. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's not... If you need it, cool, but as if you want to have a fun night, it's just... It's boners on demand. I, I'm done. I'm, yeah, by the way, I'm done. I'm done with the normal ad read. Since they're so fucking flaky with the, they, they, they get a little bit lost in the details with us, right? Because we're kind of small time. Well, I'm done with the fucking ad read. Bluetooth does fucking rule, uh, but it's just fucking sick boners. That's all. That's the fucking ad. Dude. All right. Do you want done fucking deal. sick boners or not? Promo I'll, code FATBURN. Yeah, I, I, I want sick get boners. Fucking, <laughs> dude, get fucking girthy. Get 105% boner. That's the way I would fucking pitch it if I was them. None, none of this fucking FDA approved bullshit. 
No one wants FDA approved. People want fucking gas station medicine yeah, with naked Chun Li getting Border fucked by yeah. Blanca. <laughs> no one, no one wants fucking nerd bullshit in their boner. Stack keep, keep, keep scientists away from my fucking meat. They have no place there. I want rocket dick only and a fucking giraffe on fire. That's what should be on the packaging. Um, you could so, pry it out of my cold dead meat, like Charlton Heston said. <laughs> so yeah, if you're <laughs> if you're into that, dude, um, you know, bluechew.com promo code Fatbird. They'll send you some for free, and uh, you'll you'll fucking impress somebody. <laughs> Maybe you'll I, surprise I, yourself. It, it's so, like Tubbs. Like I could I could just picture you taking Tiff away for a weekend and just blowing uh, her mind. I'm Not that you don't already, but. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm already on it, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm already... I'm, <laughs> I got a lot of things going on in my mind right now about this Blue Chew, bro. Oh, dude, it rules. <laughs> the yeah. first time I heard you guys do a Blue Chew, man, I was like, yo, my boys made it, dude. Dude, <laughs> they're doing bonerful <laughs> ads on their shit. That's great. Feels good, huh? I mean, a lot of people shit on that kind of thing, but to us, it, it represents uh, reaching a new level, both boner-wise and content-wise. And having food in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These boners are putting food on the table for my fucking children. All that's, right. all, that's all I think about. I sit and watch my kids twirl spaghetti. <laughs> Man, Blue Chew paid for this. We don't eat hot dogs anymore for dinner. <laughs> I do see a lot of like dunking on Twitter like, oh, you just these podcast guys selling boner pills. I don't give a fuck, dude. We need fucking money and having a hard bird rules. Yeah, it does. Sorry. Sorry if you points. disagree or if you think that's lame. Haters going to hate, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's it. No matter what you do. Yeah, no matter what you no do. No matter what it is. It's like if you go to a fucking Phillies game, do you complain because you see a fucking Hatfield Frank sign in the outfield? Yeah. Not me. And we're talking about four avid puss men right here. Like, we're yeah, dude. Right up our yeah. yeah. Pussy men. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you, you know, yeah. these clowns on Twitter, they ain't getting no butt. This is a real meeting of the four yeah. families of fucking pussy men right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. We're here to break bread. <laughs> we're here to fucking discuss, like, who's running the fucking pussy game right now. That's I can't wait for casinos to open. I haven't fucked Tiffany in a casino in months. <laughs> I mean, what's your favorite casino to fuck in? Well, so Cleveland, well Cleveland was cool, but we got caught in Dover. And did that we, make it better, dude? So some young kid came in with his walkie-talkie, and as soon as he was like, "Like, hey, get out of there," I opened it up and I was like, "Mind your fucking business." I was like, "We're fucking married." I was like, "What are you gonna make a fucking big deal, dude? You gonna make a fucking big deal?" And he was he looked at me like I was a scumbag, and he was like. Just please get out. Dude. The whole, the whole time, Tubbs is still pumping. Yeah. You're going to fight him with your bone around? looking him right in the eye. I just... I mean, come on, dude. Like, I'm a fucking grown-up, dog. You're going to make this a big deal? So true. I'm fucking my wife in the bathroom. Like, so what? Dude. So what? Dover Downs Casino security guard. You know? But you fucking... Ah, dude. Dude, fighting a dude naked like yeah. in uh, like Vigo Morton's... Dude, fucking <laughs> Northeastern Promises, bro. <laughs> Just swinging meat and beating up security guards. <laughs> but yeah, we, we we got a couple. That's I can't wait for casinos though. We uh, Cleveland was a good one. And uh, what do you great. look for in a uh, casino to fuck in? Uh, pretty much any casino. Uh, so the, Cle- Cleveland was good because I saw some big goober ass dude, and I was like, he's got fucking weed, right? Because I'm in Cleveland, I flew there. Uh, a plumbing, plumbing conference? It was a plumbing thing. Uh, OD PVC glue flew me to Cleveland, sat me on the floor for the uh, six. Damn, shout seven. out OD PVC glue, yeah. by the yeah. way. <laughs> ODPVCglue.com, <laughs> promo code FATBURN. <laughs> <laughs> Sits me on the floor for uh, Cleveland Cavaliers Whoa. and uh, Sixers game, you know, on the floor. LeBron James is still there. 
So I walk up to this fucking goofy ass dude, right? And I'm like, he's got weed, right? So I'm like, yo, do you got weed? He's like, what do you mean, dude? I was like, 20 bucks or 10 bucks. He's like, I don't know, like $10. I put 10 bucks in his hoodie pocket. And I was like, if I don't see you again, you're a fucking jerk off. But I'll be right here, right? So dude walks away. Tiffany's like, you're a fucking retarded. I was like, don't leave this spot, right? You can go play slot machines if you want, but I'm standing here. 35, 40 minutes later, his big head came bouncing down the fucking thing, right? I swear to God. So I, I go up. I'm like, all right, he gives me weed. I was like, dude, you're the fucking man. We walk across to some store. So Cleveland Cavaliers, their stadium is like connected to a casino. Now, I was so drunk when I left. I don't know how I got to the casino, but I never went outside, right? Like mm-hmm. I went through like a parking garage or whatever. So we get fucking papers from some shitty little gas station, and it's like a blizzard. So we tuck ourselves under this bus stop, and there's a fucking baby stroller. So I'm under the bus stop so I can roll a joint, right? So we smoke a joint. Tiffany gets to the baby stroller, and I'm pushing her through a blizzard in a baby stroller. <laughs> then both our phones die, and we have no idea where we're at. Uh, so we walked into a hotel that wasn't ours, and we were like, we're cold. You know what I mean? So this fucking nice Indian gentleman, he hooked us up, got us in an Uber, got us back to the thing, you know? But that was it. We got the weed from the dude. We hit the fucking bathroom. Oh, you know man. what I mean? It was, uh, you know, they, they told me they'll never have me back. Um, <laughs> they were, the, the, the sales rep was like annoyed because I was double fisting beers at the game. You know what I mean? Like they were, so I'm a Miller High Life guy, but close second is the Coors Banquet. You know what yeah, I mean? Yellow yeah. can, like that's close second. So when they sit you on the floor, they put you in this back room with food and like a buffet and it was banquets and Coors Lights unlimited. So I'm, yeah, you know, I'm four at a time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, unlimited, you know? Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, they were a little disappointed. They were like, you know, you can't, we didn't just bring you here to get fucked up. I was like, well, then don't bring me again. Like, once is enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, once is cool, dog. Somebody else will take me. Monocle fallout? Yeah. It's a PVC glue company this talking dude, to plumbers. This dude was a dick, though, the sales rep. He was some fucking, uh, his name was Tim. Fuck him. Fuck him, dude. He was some jerk-off dude from wherever he was from. He was some big shot I played college for. He was a fucking dick. You know, he talked shit about Philadelphia the entire time. Whoa, bro. Yeah, well, and, first of and, all, and dude, Tim, yeah. don't let me fucking yeah. find you. That's, don't let I, me run into you in Cleveland, dude. You are fucked. I, I told him a couple times. <laughs> he, he got mad one time I said, I was like, dude, you're like two minutes from a fucking stone-cold stunner, dog. I was like, you keep talking shit. Because, like, so there's a couple supply houses in Philly that are pretty raunchy. Like... You know, it's a bunch of guys like me in there smoking fucking marbles and spitting on the ground. And he was, like, trashing them, you know. And, like, that, that hit me in the soul, you know what I mean? Like, why Was this, like, fucking shit? country club plumbers? What, yeah, what yeah, are you like, This guy's about? a sales rep from somewhere else, like I said. And, and they brought me to this thing, and they thought I was going to act normal, but nah. Normal for a plumber, though. Yeah. Come on, dude. Exactly. I'm, you know, dude. I thought, like, this is I'm no fired up. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking banquet yeah. beer, not business beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. But that was, uh, you know, that was... We we got on this because of the casinos, but that was that was probably the best one. Uh, you got to go with the handicap stall. You lock that boy. You get a little more room for for the stroke handrail. You know what I mean, yeah, handrail. Um, now, but, do you go standing or do you risk? Yeah, so it's usually standing, like leg up on the toilet type of thing. Oh, you, you know, pump it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You rip a load on the toilet seat and bounce. Oh my oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, we're I, we're a week away from having video for these, and yeah. the fact that we just missed Chipper's demonstration. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get the technique, dude. Fucking killed me. Yeah, we got man. you at the beef and beer. 
<laughs> we'll make it happen. Yeah, wash the fucking bathrooms yeah. at the venue. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, fucking wipe those toilet seats off, man. Dude, my twist is you gotta find the little bars in Philly that have just You're closer one, to the mic. One, one, you gotta find the bars in the city that have the one person bathroom. You're yeah. sitting there, dude. Well, if you got Cuba the, Libre, I, if your door goes to the floor, dude. we're in there. Like we've <laughs> we've both seen that, you know, ten minutes there, and we're like, yo, the doors go to the floor. Like, we got that, you know. I love your love, dude. Yeah, it's uh, oh, love's a motherfucker, man. It's you can't help that shit. Yo, you cannot help that shit. I wake up every day so happy. Just yeah, I, I'm so lucky in that sense. Like I, I always feel like jealous of other people. Not not I don't mean jealous of other people. I feel like bad for other people. Because I feel like nobody loves their wife as much as I love my wife. Like, so I always feel like, like you don't love your wife as much as I do, dude. You know, so like I feel bad for other people. You know what I mean? Because they don't know the feeling that I have, but mm-hmm. they probably do. You know, but just for me, like you know, I, I scored one, man. You just gotta pluck them out of high school. <laughs> You're all right. You know, kind of make them how you want them. <laughs> we got married. We got married very young, so we did yeah. kind of mold you, each other. You've been with. You're fu- as long as I can remember. Yeah, me, like, me and uh, MJ go way fucking back. Yeah, but you guys got to be 15 well, we were, plus, we were fucking, right? We were lost kids. Well, no, we we, we uh, didn't get together till after high school. We oh. got together a couple of years after. But we were like, we didn't go to college. So it was like, we just we were like, all right, I guess we'll start a family. Because we were, you know, lost souls. Um, so all we know about like life is like what we figured out. You know what I mean? We're yeah, like, together. we're yeah. feral children. Um and it's you know for us it was it was the best case scenario, dude. We gotta <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna create a retarded couples retreat, <laughs> dude. We love everything that our kids aren't at. Like yeah. if you guys want to have a go fucking wherever, if our kids ain't gonna be, if you're like this is a no kids trip, we will fucking be there. Sign up yeah. for we love everything. Yep. Every time there were grandma, you know. Yeah, dude. I feel like there was a long time where it was like, I don't. I, very, it's very uncommon to see like couples who really enjoy each other, like a married couple who really enjoys each other. It's mostly just people who's like, well, my job compliments hers, and you know, our, we had a kid, and uh, and like we split up the responsibilities really well. It's like no one, no one really is like, no one's really pals with their retarded wife. Yeah, people bar together <laughs> for convenience, man, for the most part. You know, for the most part, you wind up with your significant other out of convenience. I, I, you know what? It's not that, like, uh, marriages are all poison. It's just that people mostly don't understand themselves. They don't understand what they like. They don't, they don't even imagine what, you know, cool shit they could get into. So, you know, someone that doesn't make them vomit when they look at them is like, yeah, I guess we'll get fucking married. Because Tiffany was so young, I didn't meet her trying to fuck her. So I met her as, like, a regular person. Like, had I met her in a bar, I would have been my creepy self, like, hey, young little, you know, yeah. little fucking weirdo, you know? Might have totally put a different spin on our lives. But because I just met her as, like, her uncle's friend, and I definitely wasn't trying to fuck his 17-year-old niece until, you know, a couple weeks later. But, you know what I mean? Like, but because I met her in a different situation, mm-hmm. and I met her as totally myself, and not, like, some chick I was trying to pick up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that that yeah, I think it's so funny. Know. Imagine you explaining this at like a fucking tailgate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just dudes put each other through tables. Like, bro, that that's actually pretty fucking deep, dude. <laughs> but it's true, you know. You, 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 everybody's talking shit when you're trying to bang some chick in a bar, and she might wind up being your wife, but you're there talking shit. You know, you're not. Yeah, uh, you're, you're not just being yourself. You're not comfortable. You know, so you meet somebody on the total comfortable playing field because they're underage. 
it kind of works out. <laughs> Christ, you are not doing yourself any favors. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, He's I'm married to her. Yeah, and I beat the case, dog. It's like seven years is like the statute of limitations. We've been together for 11, so I beat the case. She's, she's 29 now or, or 28. You know what I mean? So I, I, I remember saying to a guy at a party, he's a friend of mine, I was like, Yo, dude, I was like, when when we're older, if Tiffy keeps her shit together, people will be like, damn, Tubbs either got a big dick or a lot of money. And he was like, yeah, we've been saying that, though. He was like, we've been saying that for years. <laughs> so, kind of put me in my place, you know. I got to spend some time with Tubbs and his wife uh, at their house before you guys came over here. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And, uh, dude, it was really cool because... Everything you've heard about Tubbs or seen about Tubbs on the internet is 100% true. Man. It was so cool to spend time in his house, meet his kids. Uh, super impressed by his kids. His son came right up, knew how to shake my hand, shook my hand. That's a big deal. Big time. Big time. His daughter was super bubbly, learned to show me her bicycle and every other possible thing within her house. And uh, you could tell that him and his wife really made a special life together and have a really warm home for their kids, which was neat. There's no second Tubbs. Yeah, Hell there's no. just there's just no. fucking tubs, dude. Tubs, dude. Yeah. And that's how, dude. I, that's how I got lucky, man. Uh, tubs and Tiffy forever, bro. We put it like I even got a tattooed on me. Like I made her write it. I said, "You got to write this like a Puerto Rican girl wrote it on a desk in eighth grade." You know what I mean? And there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Uh. Just like it. forever. E V A apostrophe. That's it. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Everything about you rules, dude. She she got the Tubbs tattoo, like the Love Park sign on her ankle. It says Tubbs oh, instead of yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I talked her into that shit. It's great. Fuck. <laughs> All right, this is a perfect this is a perfect uh, time to take a little break. We're gonna move over to the fucking Patreon. If you're not already on it, consider it. Uh, you'd be joining the fucking elite squad of fucking bubs making moves in their lives. Patreon.com slash dadme podcast. Um We'll have a link in uh, wherever you're listening or hearing this. Um, Mike. Uh, extra special thanks to our patrons, uh, especially this summer, because in the summertime, I do not make as much money as I do the rest of the year. <laughs> so this money comes in handy. So thank you, Bubs. We appreciate it. Uh, for those of you who are bouncing here on the end of the free episode, uh, Tubbs, Chef Schiffer, thank you guys so fucking much for being here. I hope you guys will stick around for a little bit more. Goofing. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got some weed, man. Hell yeah. All right, we're going to take a little break. All right, see you over on the Patreon. Love Love you, guys.